Hello, loreheads, and welcome to the League, exploring the League of Legends lore from A to Z. My name is Rebecca. And I'm John. My name is Mark. Today we're talking about the Restrained Hunger Briar, who was just released September 14th, 2023. Uh And my uh, notes say the Retrained Hunger. Uh (laughs) I just assumed it was Restrained. (laughs) Smart. She's probably been retrained, you know. She's been around a while. I I guess. It seems like not. What patch would she get released? What was the uh, I, what was looked, the what was you, the briar patch? John, you've known me a long time. You just Come looked into on. my eyes and asked me <laughs> what patch it was. Don't worry about it. Because I'll lead up to my joke. very good joke. Oh my god! Oh, okay, no, I thought you were legitimately okay. asking me. Like I would fucking know that. Off- was it sixty nine? Hey, was it patch sixty nine, John? Yeah. Or was it four twenty? Which patch was it? No, it was a briar patch joke. Oh my god! I thought it was a funny number joke. No. I thought you were, no, thought you were ripping too. on us because it's like, oh yeah, she was just released back in September, and we're a little a little late on doing her. I feel like that's oh. also true. Yeah. None of us got your joke. I'm really sorry. Hold on, let me try it again. Because we're not old as shit. Uh, what a <laughs> hey! Bri- there's nothing old the about the Bri- Briars. Just... Is in, is ageless, right? right? They just got rid of. The, the Briar Patch in Disney well, World. Well, Disney Come was on. a little behind. Let's be honest. They should have gotten rid of that a very long time ago. Just like us, behind on Briar. It's, it, it all goes around. <laughs> so Briar doesn't have much. Um, <laughs> she just has a bio. She is now the second champion released since they decided to stop doing color stories, which is something we'll talk about once we're done talking about Briar. Although, of course, at the time when Nefiri came out, she didn't have a color story. We had no idea that, <laughs> that it was over. That yeah. was it. It was the last one we got. We didn't know how good we had it. Well, <laughs> well, you know, sometimes, sometimes, yeah. occasionally. <laughs> yeah, I, it really affected my reading of the the biography. I will say, I think a lot of the times we read, or at least I read things, and it's like, oh, that could be interesting. This could be interesting. This is just the framework. This is the foundation. Um, yeah, but the foundation. I mean, I don't know. They're not going to build as much on it. I kind of feel like. I so guess, like. It's kind of, I mean, we'll talk about it more later, but in, in pertaining to Briar specifically, you know, if you'd get, if you would get something like a bio and then an action piece, you know, we kind of got a better version of an action piece in the cinematic, mm-hmm. but a lot of people got more than an action piece. And I feel like those are the ones that like really fleshed out the character. Those are our favorite ones. usually. Yeah. And, uh, I don't know. I don't know if we're going to get that through a cinematic. We might have to rely on video, full, full ass video games. Yeah. Well, you know, that's a good, I think that's a really good point, I will say. Um, and yeah, like you said, well, we can talk about it more in depth later. Um, you know, I, I, I don't want to jump the gun too early on it, I suppose. You know, we'll try well, and we, we talk about Briar. Our, uh, what does Briar uh, sound like? Oh, I forgot to look it up. I just did it like 15 minutes ago. (laughs) We were still on the couch. She's got a lot of quotes. She sounds like Jinx, I bet. I'm going up. Literally, (laughs) Mark, just do a Jinx. Look up some Briar quotes and do a Jinx impression, and you're going to nail it. Okay. She does sound like. She's definitely. She's the vampire Jinx, really. Okay. I mean, I remember the cinematic, so I I kind of remember the theme of it all, right? I gotta find a short one. Don't start with me. I'm still figuring out what I, what I want to order. Okay. <laughs> go, that, right, I go that way around the table. <laughs> <laughs> well, then that way you won't take one of our quotes. <clears throat> huh. Never notice how tongues just kind of flop around behind your teeth. <laughs> and now I noticed it. That's all I can think about now, yeah. <laughs> right. Pray, weak, and... <coughs> Sorry, old habit. Uh, hi. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, you like fighting too? <laughs> That's it. <laughs> I chose a short one. It was good. It was, good. It was just, so good. I really was fully expecting another part of that <laughs> Nope. It was just that. a lot of long lines. She's a lot of really long quotes. It took me a while to find like one that wasn't. That's why I was in there scrolling. Like, oh, uh oh, that's many. <laughs> oh, lot. That's many sentences. No, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, 
Briar's bio, I didn't take notes on. I'm really sorry. Um, but let's uh, let's dive into it. <laughs> Briar is a failed experiment of the Black Rose. Unsurprisingly. <laughs> Unsurprisingly. Um, this one feels real bad, I'll say. so. <laughs> this, was, this was a big cock up, let me say. Yeah, um, and they just kept cocking it up. I don't know. Do we have to say it like that? Yeah, I think okay. so. Yeah. We committed to it. <laughs> All right, thanks. We, we, we could say it's the Black Rose's biggest boner if you want. Aww, if you really want. I kind of like that. Bring actually. in some Silver yeah. Age <laughs> <laughs> terminology here. Well, um, I, I think they, this was under the rule of Borm Darkwill to start, uh, kind of at the end of his rule. They, I don't know, they were using hemomancers uh, they, they, to create, you know, a soldier. And Briar was the first of this. She's great, good, very powerful really hard to control so they bound her up with the thing what are they called the pillories pillory. pillories yeah. pillory um and and locked her up and as she was there she grew quite bored and was listening to lots of other hemomancers she assumes who are all very hungry and starving and that's all they can think about is how much they need blood right now and she's like oh my god am i gonna turn into one of these fucking hemomancers just talking about Boring how much they want millennials. blood these fucking millennials <laughs> no one wants to work anymore <laughs> so she... oh wait right it was a uh, uh, i totally forgot about why they locked her up um <laughs> pretty big thing they had brought her out uh, or swain brought her out right to try to well they no brought they, they brought her swain. out to they brought her swain, out to kill swain specifically yes and she healed everyone but swain <laughs> for some reason because she got distracted and she hungy. did get distracted and hungry yeah she was real hungry hungry um yeah so that's why they originally locked her up um yeah but she one day realized that the pillar could kind of shift but she's she knows she's like i can't be fully unleashed because then i won't be able to control myself they're gonna lock me back up again but i'll let i'll let the beast out when necessary and that's what the cinematic is is her escaping that first time she uh ravages her way out of prison and is now just kind of wandering around noxus uh yeah that's that's briar yeah i don't know how i feel about it i like the idea of i don't like this being all connected to the black rose that doesn't make any fucking sense i mean it does if you're considering what a colossal failure it is that's that's, okay (laughs) that's the thing is it's like it makes the black rose seem they're so incompetent i can't think of a single win like how much more incompetent can they get and the fact that they're still making hemomancers and it said something about i think the black leblanc is just kind of like knows that briar escaped and is just kind of watching her to see what she does i I never understand what leblanc wants i think because riot doesn't know what leblanc wants i think that's just a throwaway because otherwise some nerd some lore nerd is gonna be like well what is leblanc not just gonna get her and it's like (laughs) uh, just put some line in there so the dorks don't get mad which is like okay thank you (laughs) well now i'm mad right (laughs) (laughs) i guess like it's just just why do they keep making them and why are they all failures? Do What's even be- worse, too, is like... We keep it- interrupting Mark. Oh. I'm so sorry. No, Go I keep, for it, Mark. I guess I should I should point out now before more comments come in that, like, hemomancers are like Vlad and... um. Yeah. What's her name from the cat comic, right? Cat, and, yeah. Yeah, so they don't make hemomancers. They make living weapons, and hemomancers are like the They made vampires, to- basically. Sure, yeah. The, with hemomancers. I, the hemomancers yeah. made the living weapon. That's, yeah, that's I'm the, sorry, the hemo- distinction. You're right. Yeah. yeah, so like hemomancers, mm-hmm. I guess, just exist. Or Nerds at least, don't come like, for me. <laughs> too fucking late. You're in the wrong neighborhood for that <laughs> shit. Um, I don't know. This point of order, I guess. Anyway, whatever yeah. you're going to go into. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, I was just going to say that it's even more embarrassing for the Black Rose um, because when they did let her out to attack Swain, that was not the first time they had let her out. They had already let her out and she had killed all of her own teammates and everyone around. And they were like, oh, now we have to put the pillory on her. And then when they were like, all right, well, we need to kill Swain, right? A real precision job. Let's... (laughs) We got to kill this one person. You know who we should take the pillory off of for a little bit? I don't get no. it. I could, you could infer. You could infer that it's a desperate situation. It's in, like it's during Swain's coup, right? So it's just like, whatever we've got, what's down there? That Briar thing? Fuck it. Try it, right? Like the chance of success isn't zero. So you might as well tr- try, I guess. Um, 
The best part is that their weapon then ends up in Swain's control with all their other weapons. <laughs> I guess that's the thing, though, right? Is like that's like for me is like the biggest hand yada 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 hand wave. Is it like oh yeah, Swain takes control and then they just kind of wrangle her. I think they even use the word wrangler, where it's like right. What do you mean they wrangle her? That seems like a really big fucking thing to deal with. I don't know, but um yeah, especially because like the way it kind of seems is when the pillory comes off it kind of re it's almost tied to her in in the way that uh ribbon's black rose blade is is Mm. tied where it kind of reassembles when she wants it to um how the fuck did they reassemble it (laughs) that's a good that's a you know what it's a good question. <laughs> That's a really good question. I will okay. So I w- I have been reading this, and I thought it would make it made more sense to me that um, they wouldn't have done that maybe at all, and they had just kind of left her to languish. And they maybe she got they forgot about her. I don't know. Like she's totally useless. We're never going to use her. And then Swain just kind of inherits her, and it's like we don't quite know what's going on with this, but <laughs> she seems dangerous, so no one go near her. And then it makes more sense that someone would get kind of tricked. Because that's another thing, is that she's like, oh, it's she eventually tricks the guard to getting too close, and that's like what we see in the, the client, right? But right. it seems like it would make more sense to me that you could do that if no one really knew what your deal was in the first place. And it's like, eh, it's just some weird chick who's always, you know, who's been there forever and is just constantly talking to herself. Don't go too near. But that guy's really into feet. And, you know, here we are, right? Like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Positives. I, I like. I, it had a lot of it had mm. a lot of character voice in it, right? Like there's yeah. there's little lines. I wish I could. I don't have it in front of me, but like um, bios can be really dry sometimes. And this one, you could feel some of Briar's uh, uh, personality coming through in the way it was written, which was nice. You know. Yeah. yeah, I like the idea of Briar a lot. I, I mean, I like the idea of hemomancers creating these weird vampires. I just wish it was for a different purpose and that maybe they did a better job after or something. Because <laughs> it seems there... like they just keep fucking... And why don't they kill him? They say that she's too powerful to kill, but it, she was hearing others. Are there others? I, no, there must I, be others. I will say, I almost assumed that was her hearing like some sort of voices in her head like i thought it was not literal that she was actually hearing other okay weapons i like that idea a lot better well because she was definitely at least hearing like like actually hearing scion i didn't vampires have very good hearing i'll say um do you have a line that like speaks to that specifically Uh, or is it like a because i know she has some quotes to talon and scion i had looked this up the other day, I just yeah, she has day recently. She had a she has quotes towards Scion, um, both like in game and in like the in client type thing. Um, mm. Oh, I didn't yeah, I, the, like, the client thing. I don't remember the details of. I'll be honest with you, like the specific thing she says. Well, don't you worry, because I have a fun fact about that later. About what? <laughs> I'm sorry, I was reading your quotes. Um, but uh, the the in client thing. Oh. teaser for her right okay. um, but she's got like an oh scion you escaped too and you're here with me um and she in the had client? a uh uh like no, that was one of her actual oh, okay. quotes in game um her oh god i didn't write down um the the ones there but uh she uh yeah she did hear him yelling a lot and got real bored at his yelling too okay, okay. interesting that's very interesting because, like I said, I had read it entirely as like um, the way she perceived sort of the 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 hemomania drive inside her own head, right? And it wasn't a literal the thing, bust. but maybe mm-hmm. it is a literal thing. I don't know. I'm I'm really yeah, curious about know. that now. I okay. do, but yeah, I definitely prefer the idea that she's the only one they made. Like they made her, and they're like, "Well, that didn't fucking work." <laughs> I, but maybe we'll need her one day. Lock her up. That makes sense to me. Yeah. But the idea that they made like ten more and they just keep locking them up seems silly. Well, then again, do. there was that school of people that they just weren't killing. They were just locking up in like a box for some fucking reason. <laughs> so the black rose doesn't really make sense. I will say they do say that uh, for the Swain coup in particular. They let Briar go along with the rest of the Black Rose's living weapons. Yeah. So is this like be... a is this like a darkened thing where like they're just like, hey, another champion in the future might be one of these. 
Mm. Come on back, folks, for the next living, the next... <laughs> Learn more about the Black Rose and their <laughs> failed everything. <laughs> I want I want just some epic twist one day that all of these failures are intentional. Right. And have some kind of purpose behind them. Okay. Otherwise, LeBlanc just looks like a big fuckhead. It's like some sort of like survivor chess. twist where they're like <laughs> just pretending to be useless the whole time. <laughs> interesting oh, very interesting oh, i'm open i would like them to have one big w something that's i guess we could argue if leblanc on the trifarix is probably a, a win in her column but it's even that feels like wishy-washy you know what i mean right yeah want something a little I more guess her betting they won't swing. commit to her being on the trifarix <laughs> yeah that too right <laughs> well they want to leave that open for a potential champion in the future smart smart you can't blame Imagine. them i suppose um, I will say, yeah. that talking about her being let loose, because they, they talk about her going specifically with a handler, and I really, I know they're not going to write a short story for her, but I would really <laughs> like to see that story, and I would really He's like it so to be good. about the handler being a very genuinely good person, maybe, really believes in the Black Rose, and then establishing, like, them building a relationship as they're, like, going to go do Swain, and then she kills him, just goes nuts and fucking kills him at the end, right? Instantly. Yeah, just instantly. In- yeah, absolutely, instantly. I, it's like, oh, mm-hmm. it would be so fucking good, dude. They and like and Briar's voice would be, like, fucking great, because she wouldn't give a shit. It'd be like an X-23 thing with the her mom and the pheromones. Oh, it'd be so good. God, I, was, I haven't seen that movie since it came out. <laughs> oh, this was a comic. I was going to say, I think oh. that's just in the comic. <laughs> no, if it's not, not a movie, real. I don't know what you're talking yeah. <laughs> that's all right my comic nerds out there you got me uh he's bullshitting he's bluffing <laughs> right god, i'm actually god i hope that was a thing uh, so there's an interesting thing that they introduced in this bio that um i don't think we'll ever see again but nice. is interesting uh the hemolith gemstone which can control hemomancers maybe where did it come from? What is it? Where did it go? Where, where, did, it where did it go? go? <laughs> <laughs> well, she still has it. Yeah, right. No, she does still have it. Uh, uh, focuses and controls the the urges of uh, of of the bloodlust. The bloodlust. Mm-hmm. This is interesting. A, yeah, could be neat. Um, I'll be curious to see. Like, I want to know what's going on with Vlad when we get get to him and, and kind of because nothing. Yeah, well, he, he's in a Realms of Runeterra story, I will say. Oh, that's I, true. Yeah, yeah. And he got the Wild Rift release. We've got that cinematic, too. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Which actually, right, I feel like, gives some, de- gives some stuff about him we didn't actually know before, so that's oh, pretty shit. neat. Well, we'll I know see. nothing he's except got, oh, blood pool. Yeah, right. <laughs> the rivers will... He uses <laughs> that in the cinematic. Oh, shit. Oh, really? Shit. Yeah, I don't know, because Hemomancers are a big chunk of what's going on with the the Black Rose, and so, like, if you, yeah. you want to know what's going on with them, I feel like you need to know about Hemomancers, um, and I feel like you need to know about Vlad, so, you know, I'd be curious to see what's going on with him, and if, and if like, that would be a, a good avenue for, like, potential storytelling. Like, maybe Vlad has some vested interest in controlling the the gem, I don't remember what it's called, the MacGuffin, you know. <laughs> the, the Hemolith. <laughs> the Hemolith, yeah, that thing. There's a lot of, Beyond like, he- there's like, right there's a lot of there's like so many things in her lore and shit and like abilities too that are, all start with the word hemo like hemomania you know he, like all these things and it's like i feel like they're getting a little they're they're going to the well one too many times with the, right. the hemo thing you know what i mean you can just call it blood the yeah. bloody blood it's fine yeah sanguine go with yeah, there's, a, there's a number of words you can Ooh, use you know? there we go damn he getting fucking fancy over here pulling from the the blood pool, as it were. <laughs> oh shit! Pinky out on that natty daddy baby. <laughs> Classiest of podcasts, but um. <laughs> well, I do like how um her gameplay fits in with her lore so much. You don't see that very often, but I do really like the idea of a character who is aware that they have to restrain themselves. That's fun. Mm-hmm. I like the way her the pillar thing works and, yeah and all that i think it's fun and i feel like even in the descriptions of the abilities they like call into play some of the shit like you know her mm. alt where 
she tosses that shit across the map, and if it hits someone, she falls it. Mm-hmm. She's tossing the gemstone, yeah. the hemolith gemstone. I was just thinking that. Yeah, that's kind of neat. <laughs> and if she misses, and she just ravages she and kills just... <laughs> everyone. Here. Hey, I I will always love. I was playing a game, and I had a briar throw that alt and whiffed and hit somebody at their two nexus turrets, coming back from a reset and and died. And it was the funniest <laughs> shit I've seen in league in a while. It was fucking great. <laughs> it is a really good ult for that. <laughs> So, it's yeah. it's also exciting like I've only had a briar on my team a couple times but it is really fun when you see that hit and you're like oh she coming it's and you're like down. ready to do the gank with her you're yeah, like let's go we have no choice she took the snowball right? she <laughs> has to. I'm on the way peeing bullshit and then you're like okay no, I'm no, going no. in oh where's my jungler oh actually they said fuck it they're gonna go do gromp or something like that no 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 they're fucking she can't change your it. mind yeah yeah I like it. it. Is fun. Yeah. Hate when it lands on me, though. <laughs> yeah, it's the worst. It does need a better sound, I think. Oh yeah, because you know how like you know Nocturne's got his his thing. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And then Cled has his burr, 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 mm-hmm. when he's running towards you. I, she needs a better sound to let you know, like I'm coming. I agree. <laughs> yeah, say that. something more Briar like. Oh, that'd I'm be great. Honestly, yeah, honestly, um, if you got hit by it, especially, I don't know. I'll tell you what sucks is playing with her and an enemy Ash, like an enemy her and an enemy Ash in the same game. Because mm. you can't tell what the fuck's flying at you. There's just something coming from out of screen that if it hits you, you're probably fucked, right? <laughs> <laughs> so just juke it all, I guess. So. Oh, what a bot lane, though. Ash Briar. <laughs> you're always going to hit that ult. I guess that's true, yeah. And always be chasing him under turret for mm-hmm. it. Well, you don't have to ult them under turret They'd go there. They'd be Ash ulted first. <laughs> we, we can theory craft uh, it. We'll figure it out. We'll get oh, it yeah, going. Yeah, we'll, Neither we'll of us are going to play Briar, so I don't know why we're even arguing about it. Uh, I call Ash. <laughs> damn it. I'm terrible at her. Uh, she's a quote here that said, By chance, while she was toying with her pillory one day, she inadvertently mm-hmm. loosened the hemolith. Um, which seems like some shoddy craftsmanship for a magical pillory designed to restrain a very powerful weapon. Yeah. 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 I would, you know, <laughs> oh. something something more meaningful, right? Causing that to happen yeah, would be nice. I agree. Because I, I can fix it in my head that it's just she's been down there a really long time and they, they're just kind of ignoring her at this point. It's been years. But yeah, I don't feel like they would have created something that can fall apart that easily or just by chance. Well, I guess if the Black Rose did it. <laughs> that's, that's fair. It's, it's like, it's like a made on the in bottom America it's like made by the <laughs> made by the Black Rose. <laughs> oh no, like, thank yes, you. Let's put that back. It's gonna fall. <laughs> it's got some Zon craftsmanship. I love that. Fuck, that well, is good. I'm gonna. I'm gonna theorize instead that somebody loosened it for her, and I don't know who, but a it was pale intentional. woman did it because she wanted to see what would happen. Uh, who was who was it very recently that was like, oh, they escaped, but they let them escape because was it it wasn't also LeBlanc, was it? Because they wanted to see what would happen. Thresh, probably I think it was, was. It Rel. It was Thresh. It was oh, like, oh, yeah, it was Thresh. Thresh. Oh, but Thresh. he was cool oh, with it because he just yeah, wanted yeah. to. It was interesting. Mm-hmm. So some shit yeah, like yeah. that is fucking hilarious to me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I am kind of surprised that she doesn't have any sort of gameplay or like in-game mechanic tied to like short-sightedness or something like that because she is very clearly cataract out and <laughs> has just been in a prison like most of her life. <laughs> Every time Rel's not Rel, fuck. Every time Briar responds, she's stunned for a good minute because she's just like, ooh, fuck, it's bright. Oh, the sun's <laughs> fucking bright, man. Takes one more damage from Leona. <laughs> the classic. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's no. all I got for, for Briar. Yeah. Yeah. I did like there was a line that made me think of like Fast and the Furious. Where it's like, she realized being under control was just as bad as being out of control. (laughs) (laughs) All I can think of is Vin Diesel. Tokyo Drift. (laughs) Whoever, right? It really is. (laughs) Uh, Well, yeah, I love that shit. In control, unless you're out of control. Yeah. Fuck yeah. (laughs) Tokyo! (laughs) They do yell that throughout the movie, actually. (laughs) Do they really? Because I've never seen it. I only no. know the song. Tokyo Drift's okay. fucking great, I will say. 
Oh no, whatever. Unrelated. I, I like the song a lot. Right. Yeah, it's good. Got a little bow wow in it. In case you. <laughs> oh, I would not recognize little bow wow. I think at this point in my life, maybe when it came out, I would have recognized him. But it's been too long since I've seen that face. That's how we mark. That's how we mark the passage. He's not even little anymore. <laughs> He's a big bow wow. <laughs> <laughs> Big Bow Wow was way more fun than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> it's got a fun mouthfeel. It does have a really fun mouthfeel. Big Wow Wow. Big Bow Wow. <laughs> Big Bow Wow. Fuck, I fucked it up. Uh, now, she is also part of a cinematic for her release mm-hmm. called Feeding Frenzy. And if you want to see our live reaction to this, oh, yeah. it's up on YouTube. Uh, but we'll also talk about it a little bit here because, you know. What else are we going to We had more time to think about it. So. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the cinematic picks up right where the story left off. Um, well, I guess not where it left off, but like right at the point in the story where Briar got her first taste of blood. And uh, everyone was like, ah, shit, y'all. And then she busts out of her door and she sees a, you know, a, a guy who's like cleaning the floor and he's like, Ugh! and she immediately thinks that he's also escaping. And so he runs, some guards are like, oh no, get her. And they push her, you know, they push the the guy who's trying to run away. And she's like, no, my buddy. So she murders everyone. Uh, And yeah, she kind of chases him out, escapes. And just before she kills him, she summons her pillory so she can be friends. Um, Very cool vibes, though. I know we Mm -hmm. talked about it a little bit there, but it has like, very very big Nimona vibes if you've seen that on Netflix and if you haven't seen that on Netflix go watch it on Josh Netflix Nimona, so it's good. so good okay well that's I, that's me I'll go I'll go check it out <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. and this is done by Brunch Studios who also does a brunch <laughs> of the TFT cinematics um, wow holy it wasn't shit. even a joke it was the wheezy laugh you fucking <laughs> right. did afterwards <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is he going to say that warrants this much of a pause of him laughing at himself? It was that. It, it was, was what that. he had just that, that's said. That's what it was. Yeah. Uh, so they did a brunch of the TFT cinema. You said it again. You did it twice. <laughs> okay, the second time was good. The, the second time, time. <laughs> Mark's warmed up to it. it. Got He's warmed yeah, up exactly. to it. Uh, they also, for the record, did the cinematics for uh, Mario and Rabbit's Spark of Hope. So that was fun. Mm. Not seen it. Um it's a game, but yeah, they. Oh, it's the uh, it's their it's their tactical game, the the Mario and the Raving Rabbids game. That's the subtitle for also, it. Also, if you haven't played, very good. Hmm. Mm, I, I didn't realize it had that subtitle, "The Spark of Hope" or whatever. Oh, that's the was... second one. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. Sorry, I'm not up. I'm not up on that. Which whole even series. better than the first one, and the okay. first one was great. So, this is our recommendation hour. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, okay. And it was written by Callie Miller and edited by Sabrina Futch. Ooh. Man, look at this. Yeah. We get writing and editing I know. Credits. We, we normally don't get credits for these, I but know. we got them this time. <laughs> I love it. Right. It's yeah, turning yeah. shit around. Well, who's the credit for the uh, bio? We didn't though. actually give it, by the way. Ooh. Ooh. Shit. Well, Let's you know. See. I'm on it. I'm one on for it. two you is not bad. conversation I bet, going. I got I, this. Poppy's still awake. She knows it. She's trying to tell you. Yeah. I'm seeing if I can get it, but... um. I can't, unfortunately. I'm not doing a good job of trying to find the information that we are looking for. Max uh, Falkman. No, folks. that's a different name. Yeah, that's new. That is a new one. Nice work, Max. Yeah. Yeah. New new class of lore, I guess. You know, class of uh, class of 2023 lore team. Class of Briar. Yeah. It's almost 2024 we'll now. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, now, I wrote down a few quotes of hers. Yeah. Um, obviously, the Scion one. Uh, she has another Scion one, too. Oh, no. Scion's dead. I'm so sad. <laughs> I'm lying. <laughs> uh, and uh, this one's to Vlad. So, you uh, you want me to call you Vlad or Dad? <laughs> I did almost do that quote. And then, aw, Talon. Aw, I'll save your blood so they can do the hemomancy thing. Um, which you should listen to this line in particular 
Because if you ever hear someone like pretending to be a weeb, like doing their bad weeb impression, mm. this line sounds like that. She's like, you can literally envision her touching her fingertips. <laughs> like, oh, Talon, I'll save your blood so they can do the hemomancy thing. <laughs> okay. I'll save you with the power of friendship. <laughs> she crushing on him? You know, she, they're friends. It's weird probably. that... Okay, yeah. She does seem to know everyone in Noxus. They just kind of threw her on in there. Not, like, Talon specifically. Like, yeah. I feel like Scion she makes did, sense. Yeah. Uh, she doesn't have any quotes towards LeBlanc. No. Um, or Katarina. Or Swain, even. Swain? Yeah, you'd think Swain. She's actually seen him. But Talon, I don't... It's like Talon, Vlad, and Scion are yeah. her, her yeah. main squeezes. Yes, yeah, I suppose, yeah. I don't know. It, it is. It, I guess it kind of makes sense. Talon... From last we saw in the cat comic, which I guess we'll assume is mm. probably the most up to date version of him, is really deep into the black rose and he's he was mm. That's fair. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Was he deep in the black rose? He was deep with uh, oh wait, yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, yeah, I yeah, forgot which side he was on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who can keep track anymore, right? No one like, knows. Keep track. Yes. <laughs> uh, um now she's part of one AU. Yeah. The Concrete Canvas. In Sticksbridge City, demons, creatures, and humans live side by side. Every year, a street art festival is head, culminating in a friendly competition to see who can make the biggest and boldest graffiti. Tag fest! (laughs) This one, Street Demon Briar. Whether you see her violently in-your-face tags that inspire audiences to get wild, or her more relaxed art rife with cheeky humor... Briar's work makes an impression. As a Jian Shi, uh, which for the record is a Chinese jumping vampire. Oh, who, uh, okay. All of, uh, all of the people them. in this are different types of demons or monsters. So. Oh, okay. Uh, she feeds off the energy her art creates, so which style she uses really just depends on how hungry Briar is. Uh, and fun fact on the skin on this one, the uh, the fulu that she's wearing on her head may have been inspired by the character uh, Shien Ko from the Darkstalker series. I don't know what that is. Uh, it's like okay. her type of hat, and it's got like no, a the, ceiling. The dark, the Darkstalker oh. series. I know what What and who you're talking about? I guess I assumed nice. that was that was like a like a cult, like something that just existed in the world. That if I'm thinking of the right thing, I could be wrong though. Probably, I think the hat. I think to the. Uh, it looks like it has oh, some God. sort of like a kind of like Naruto style ceiling scroll on the top of it, kind of like they had with all the reanimated folks. Yeah, well, what I know a little bit about the Chinese jumping vampire thing is that like you can put that like a prayer scroll on them and it will stop them. Um, I'm, uh, mostly what I know is from a movie called Mr. Vampire, which is very funny. <laughs> it's a Chinese supernatural horror comedy about some guy like fighting these vampires, and it's very. It, I find it to be very. It's a very funny movie. Um, that sounds great. I, you I will, should check it out. I will tell you, I didn't realize that this was an official type of monster. I remember when I was a kid, I watched a very, very old Jackie Chan movie called In Mystery. It was like In Mystery or In Fantasy Mission. Fantasy Mission Force, I think, was was the name of it. I'm going to need to look this up to verify later. Um, but they there was a bunch of jumping like vampires in that and i thought it was just like you know a a result of the times they didn't have the effects to do flying which (laughs) seems silly because you could do flying in theater it didn't take a whole lot of effects i didn't realize it was its own type of monster (laughs) no i like the idea it's a micro budget thing it's like okay we can't do the flying so just jump and we'll just kind of cut together all your little individual jumps and they forgot to do that innocent john That's great, though. This, I will say, so this is, I think, the first time we've hit this AU. I did not realize it was about, like, graffiti and, and all that stuff, which is... Yeah, me neither. ...more interesting than I thought, whatever I thought was going on with it, so... Yeah. I'm kind of, I, I want to see that again. Next time I see a Briar, I hope she's got she's skinned out, so I can check it out. <laughs> now, I've got a few fun facts about Briar. Way more than I expected. For I know, right? Uh, Briar's voiced by Julie Nathanson. Nice. Uh, her code name in development was Buckle. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, some of Briar's scrapped spells include an iteration of Blood Frenzy that allowed her to attack her allies. Oh, God. 
which also I think ended up on the PBE accidentally for a little bit. Oh, really? <laughs> I know. Nice. I know Vandril found that on accident once. Um, an iteration of her ultimate that revived her, dealt physical damage in an area, and then healed her damage dealt if the ability was off cooldown. Hmm. Uh, an iteration of certain death with unlimited range. And uh, just uh, interesting, her ultimate range ended up being capped due to enemies being able to catch her ultimate in the fountain, forcing her to be executed. I feel like it must still be possible. Like, it, I mean, I see. Oh, you can still do it for yeah. sure. <laughs> I wonder if it was kind of like one of those uh, standing at your fountain and shooting down mid range type thing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sure. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like you, sp- you know, you, you just bought or something, and you're like, oh, I'll try to gank mid. I'm going. Fucking end up in the fountain. Going, going, gone. <laughs> um. Let's see, Briar's height is five foot three inches oh or God. 161 centimeters. I'm just a tiny bit taller than her. Yeah. Uh, Riot August on his stream stated that Briar is around late college age. Uh, however, because she was created towards the end of the Borm Darkwell reign as Grand General, she was most likely created at least a decade ago. So she's been in prison a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. Um, Oh, yeah, and the thing about, you know, Talon. Uh, so, okay, this was the interesting thing about the in-client thing. Mm. Now, she's got a decent amount of voice lines, but not like... It's honestly, like, a little less than a lot of new champions. Um, more than old champions. But um, Briar has a full 200 voice lines that were exclusively for her in-client teaser. Wow. I only heard her say, like, eight things, and I was there a while knocking. Interesting. Some of them are reused. When I was reading through them, there were like maybe three to five that were reused. But that's still like 195 that are exclusively. Um, And some of them are like pretty interesting. Um, But I guess they wouldn't make sense on the Rift. So, you know, they didn't didn't get there. But I I wrote down a few that I liked. Uh, Let's get to know each other. You have any hobbies? Right now, mine are mostly staring at the ceiling, staring at the floor. Ooh, and my favorite, staring at the wall. <laughs> I've been getting really into music lately. Like, what is it? Is it just air that shakes a lot? I think so. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I get so hungry, I start to feel angry. They should have a word for that. <laughs> like angry hungry. Or hungry angry. I'll keep thinking on it. <laughs> Look, I made you a friendship bracelet out of cobs, webs, cobwebs and rat teeth. Don't you love it? I would love that. Thank you. And this is the most high thing. This almost this line alone almost made me do a quote game. Is this dazed and confused or is this Briar? Basically. <laughs> it's from because the, the whole one with the tongue in the mouth would have fit too. Mm. But there's this one. Uh, are eyes tongues for seeing or are tongues eyes for tasting? <laughs> this is like... Fuck! Oh no, Jane Smith. I was like, this is like Jane Smith Twitter, type right? Bullshit, right? <laughs> oh my god, that would have been another really good game, actually. <laughs> In the future, oh, we fuck. gotta do it. Uh, but yeah, that's a. It was a lot of quotes, a lot of a lot of recording done for for that inclined event. Wow, which it was just really like there was a door there and you clicked it, right? Well, it was separated into four separate. Oh god, yeah, maybe yeah. I only saw that one when it started. It was like the door and mm-hmm. then as time went on you would get like progressively closer and she would get progressively more animated and her like, oh, lines would be longer i don't think i kept checking it because i was like oh i've seen that yeah there were, there were four <laughs> oh, stages of intensity yeah because i'm sure i was playing every day then <laughs> <laughs> yeah well you know i mean it's it's it, it that is interesting because it's, it really unveils a little bit of like the uh maybe the effort that Riot invested in the, the the client thing. Maybe this was like a real um, like a. Te- I feel like this was maybe a little test for them. Like, can we do a, a champion rollout that is like through this, like through this client experience? Because I feel like they haven't really mm-hmm. done much like that before. At least not with the certainly not with the new yeah. client that I can think of. Um, well, yeah, I guess that's a good transition into where the lore is going, right? Because yeah. it seems like they want lore now to be in a place where pr- players are more likely to see it um no one reads anymore I no guess. one reads people yeah read. 
please people read if you're listening to this podcast because you also don't want to read oh i mean oh, it's, i love reading it's uh you know it's a it's a fair assessment that they made i'll give them that yeah i mean did you want to go through any of like this speci- I, I, so i think are we specifically kind of talking about the the riot lexical kind of posts in discord or like i know they there was also it a in video the, the dev update, yeah i was gonna know. say kind of that yeah. and the video combined which um do you have do you have notes for I have the specific wording. Um, I don't know okay. if we want to like, yeah, give yeah. the actual, okay. like, like we can not put words in Riot's mouth, I think is a fair thing to do for them. Yeah, that right? sounds good. Um, yeah. So the, the main thing is Riot Lexical in the Briar Mains Discord have been asked, is Briar releasing with a color story? And the answer was no. Uh, we decided this year to channel lots of that narrative energy into finding alternative methods for expose of a champion. Not that it means there won't be more color stories, just that most of those don't really have a readership as wide as we would like compared to postcards. I think when they said that it was like the the Melia release, they did it. They they mm. no, they, they refer to it like that, but when I read it, it read just like a color story. Was that released on like it Twitter? Did. Yeah, like in, as maybe. individual like I w- yeah. Maybe. I wonder if they were released elsewhere and then that what we collected. read was yeah. kind of the transcribed version. Okay, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Um, cinematic trailer, etc., especially for non-English regions. So for Melio, we tried postcards, mm. and the Fury had her supposed color story turn into a cinematic. For Briar, it's her unveil and marquee. These are content types that have farther reach and was done with the same love and effort. Uh, look closely, and you might catch something else. Winky face um, is the main sort of thing. And then, like you said, in the dev updates, um, they had said that, like, they've been pretty, like, they kind of condensed that, that, like, People don't read the stories. They don't. They're very niche. Um, so we're trying to find other ways to tell stories that are not um, done through like short stories and text, uh, essentially, right? Yeah. Out of curiosity, when they said "keep your eyes peeled for something else," did anyone in the comment say what that thing was? Uh, no. I mean, I'm I'm, I'm not looking at the Damn whole it. thread on Discord. I'm this is I'm I'm looking mm. at the Reddit a Reddit thread that had pulled these two these two quotes out. Um, uh, I think the other thing to mention is there was another question kind of asking about it and talking about like the the, the question because it's very long was just like hey you're moving away from text based storytelling uh, it feels like a lot of time it takes a long time for things to happen which is something we've talked about a lot before and the answer was sort of um, I'll just summarize it that uh, the player base isn't super lore driven we should expect maybe more lore but not necessarily in the form of stories and potentially not from the league space um, so like John, I think in the Mage Seeker game we kind of talked about, or the the the, the pr- Patreon episode we did, that we might start to expect that Riot's going to start telling League stories specifically specifically through other games, right? And and not right. necessarily in the form of short stories. And we should just kind of expect it to be a more broad approach in a lot of different mediums. Maybe would be the the kind of summary of it. Yeah, so. which you know. Um which I also found after playing Song of Nunu, which, you know, that full playthrough is on YouTube right now. <laughs> we <laughs> are going to do... Be uh, so Song of Nunu is canon. Um, they've confirmed that anything after Song of Nunu, or including Song of Nunu, is going to be canon. We are going to do an episode on Song of Nunu. Yeah. So far, John's the only one who's played it so far. <laughs> but we do want to talk about that. And yeah, I that, guess that is the other was the other big kind of announcement that Riot has said, "Hey, we we know there's inconsist- inconsistencies. We are going to kind of commit to going forward. Anything we put out, you can 100% trust Riot. You know, like Nintendo seal of of, of quality approval um, <laughs> that this is canon. But stuff that pre-existed is sort of murky, and and we'll kind of touch it as we go. Is what they said, and that's going to take time. Right. Mm-hmm. They did also at the same time announce that in addition to um, Song of Nunu being canon, Arcane is mm-hmm. like oh, the yeah. canon version of that mm-hmm. universe. Hey. Yeah, yeah. Specific. They talked a lot about like for the better cre- or for worse, the creation of Hextech. Yeah, you know, it's I, I do remember coming when Arcane was coming out. I had a lot of trepidation around like I really hold up Echo and specifically Echo's yeah. color story is like this is some of the best storytelling that exists for League of Legends lore. Um, it could still make it work. Uh, we'll just have to see what they do with it. It's kind of the stance I'm taking on it, you know? Right. Yeah. Um, but that also leads into the fact that um, part of everything, everything post-Song of Nunu being canon leads to a big unification of lore and League because, you know, historically, what was on Universe was canon, um, 
anything else was was not canon. Um, you know, in-game quotes were not canon. Legends of Runeterra were not canon. The games themselves may not be canon. Um, now they're kind of committing to like th- things are canon now. Now I will, um, I will say I don't expect in-game quotes to to be canon. Um, just because like yeah, I don't th- I don't yeah. think in-game yeah probably yeah. okay. I just wanted to make um, set that plant that flag. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. Um, although one thing that's interesting about that is that uh, I think post Song of Nunu, we also got a real big Legends of Runeterra drop um, with uh, Nilo, right? Yeah, that's you know I hadn't even thought mm-hmm. about the timing of that because um, I hadn't really considered this until like very recently. Um, that is interesting because we have like the Janna redesign is in there. Um, we have Janna and Nefiri and Volibear all interacting. Um, which is kind of interesting. I haven't like looked too deep into what's going on in those cards because it's been, you know, a while. Like we haven't done a revisit for Nila or or, or Jana, and we haven't gotten to Volibear yet. So I was kind of just right. They're just kind of in the back of it's, my mind. Uh, it's been a uh, historically we don't cover a lot of Legends of Runeterra specifically for that reason that like it was not necessarily considered canon, even though they told a lot of really cool stories. Um, but. I suppose that's going to have to change for that champions moving forward. Yeah, I, I, I kind that's of appreciate exciting, it. Yeah. Because yeah. I think it's been frustrating. I have found it frustrating, especially because I, I play Runeterra pretty regularly. Not like I just do single player shit. Um, but it's a great avenue, I think, for fleshing out Runeterra. And it's very frustrating to be like, okay, we can kind of look at all this. This is very likely to be what's going on. This is obviously not what's going on because it's like completely contradicts other things and have to try and suss it out. So I really appreciate, I guess, Riot being like, like putting their foot down and saying, we got to get this this house in order. I do think it will be a, a, a painful experience in some ways. And I think we will, we will lose some things that we probably hold up as good. Um, I just hope that in like two years time, we can look back and say, this has been for the the better does that make sense here's hoping i mean the <sighs> last rewrite was for the better when they exactly. got rid of the right you know summoners the the, the field of justice and summoners <laughs> and shit certainly and i think and at the time i think that was very painful for a lot of people um and i think there's still some people who probably haven't looked at any of the new content and still feel a lot of pain around that and i just would really hope that we like you know they, they they meet the same quality bar that they kind of did with that one. You know, it's it ideally you don't have to do it, but if you do it, it it's it's nice that they're kind of upfront and adamant about like, okay, we're gonna fix this and we're gonna flesh it out. Um, it's some you know yeah, I, that I have no qualms with. Um, I don't know how y'all feel about the short stories thing, because like uh, I was gonna ask, do you guys think they'll ever? make any short stories again did they kind of say no on all short stories i don't no. remember we did the door the open okay. so they can yeah. do none if they feel like it sure. but if they get inspired they can also i find that sad but understandable like i definitely understand why they're not dedicating time to short stories but i would say one of the one we we praise the most came out in the last couple of years and that was the graves tf story and to see like so much heart thrown into it and then i do wonder i don't like is that just it is that the last one? i mean <laughs> i had to if i had to wager a guess i would say those types of stories are probably the ones that are gonna keep happening i think so too i think they want to untether themselves from the expectation that every new champion has to come out with a short story so that they can tell the short stories that they that make the most sense and are the most fun to tell that also would not translate um, yeah. well and to Yeah, and it definitely shows when a champion just has a color story to have one. I would say a lot of the color stories we read were like, yeah, it was a color story. I don't know. We don't I mean, really learn that much. You yeah, know? I felt that way. We talked about Udyr, right? Udyr was a great example of that, where the color story yes. was like, whatever, but we went to the, the longer, <laughs> like, standalone yeah. story. And it was great. Um, and I, th- I want to say, like, in that quote that I just read, there the writer uh it was very specific about using the word color story they're not saying no like short stories color Mm -hmm. story is specifically like what briar was not going to have and what is i think what they're like john essentially said they're trying to put into other places and and you know it's okay so i want to like be up my own asshole when i say this but like (laughs) when i look at us uh we're kind of like higher elo lore 
people, right? Or like diamond or yeah, whatever. Yeah, no. And, and I at think, this point now, we're almost at the end of the alphabet. <laughs> right? Like, we when we started out, more. man, we, we did the full bronze to GM climb. We okay. did. We didn't know fucking <laughs> jack shit. I especially didn't know jack shit. Uh, it's, I mean, you know, I and, and, and I think... Right is is it makes sense that like okay they want to balance things a little more for bronze and silver and gold lore people who maybe like a champion mm-hmm. and think you know if you think Nocturne's cool and you want to know what his deal is you're are you going to be more willing to watch a three minute cinematic or or go read some story on a page you know it's just like that's like probably not great and it hasn't been looked at in <laughs> eight years it really yeah. stars Lux and they never call him Nocturne <laughs> by name yeah exactly <laughs> sure or it's like well, who's this what's this it's talking about this. Uh, this Yordle Academy that I don't think exists anymore, right? Like, <laughs> what is a Yordle Academy? They're just deep diving into like lore that doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> yeah, for two sure. hours pass. Yeah, you know, and I think you can look at yeah. things like, um, like Necrit, like this podcast, where there, there, there is definitely a community that consumes it. But um, there's a reason they watch the Necrit videos and listen to you know the the podcast or what have you or watch tiktok videos kind of doing a quick summary of lore and stuff like that oh, right yeah. you mm-hmm. know it's because it's like uh you know it's like it's like the medium is the message to a degree right like it's it's about mm-hmm. putting it in a way that's consumable and so i i understand that and i get it personally i do find it like it's disappointing it it, it really affected some of my reading of the briar bio because it's like this would be a great story this would be a great story but i don't <laughs> think we're ever gonna get it um yeah but i just hope that you know uh, maybe what we lose in quantity might be replaced with a quality um, increase. That's what I'm yeah. hoping for as well. If it means more cinematics, then I'm definitely down, especially one like Briar. I felt like you got such a good sense of her um, from that cinematic. And if it means better quality, longer stories that give us the depth, like the Udir one we just read and and stuff like that, that would be... You know, the win. That's that's the hope for me, I guess. I do wish that people read more stories, but I do get it. It's so overwhelming. But I do. I hope sometimes we tell you all to read a story because it's really good. And then you read it. That would be really exciting (laughs) to know. There there are some. Because there's so many. I totally understand. You're like, what? Which ones do I read? Like, which one's good? I feel that approach to like comics. Like, I don't know. There's eight bajillion of them. I don't know where to start. I don't know what's good. Sure. (laughs) But we're going to tell you. We read the bad ones. (laughs) When we're saying like, "Ah, I don't have a lot for this one. Don't worry about it. Just move on. Don't worry right? about it. Yeah. Skip it. Yeah. You know, I think also we'll see. I, I I imagine we will see some short stories. I think we'll probably see some of that longer form, like just pure text based storytelling done through um more no- novels and novellas. At least I I hope we will. Right. Mm, Ruination style stuff. It'd be nice. I, it's like mm-hmm. yeah. Sure. They do a lot of that through like Warcraft and shit like that. Like there's a and like you know Starcraft, Magic the Gathering. And like there's a yeah. huge precedent for that. So I wouldn't be yeah. at all surprised. They've got like Halo and shit. Please, yeah. we're on you. We need more content. <laughs> we're coming up the end of the alphabet. <laughs> well, see, the thing is, now that now that everything new is canon and they're releasing Legends of Runeterra cards, we're gonna have a lot of revisits we got to do. So everyone's gonna it's have to true. learn how to play Legends of Runeterra. Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a fair point. Um, one more related thing that I don't, I don't think we we prepped ahead of time, but I just figured I'd throw it out there too. Oh, sure. The whole uh, the whole map revamp for next year. Oh um, yeah. Now we were specifically told by Riot in the patch notes there is not going to be a lore event or like a a void event next year mm. um despite the the heavily <laughs> void, void inspired map yeah, remake i haven't next seen it year. yet yeah um now <laughs> whether you believe know? them or not is uh <laughs> i had that thought <laughs> i had that thought that's they they were like weirdly explicit maybe you know what i'm sure we won't actually have anything and i think that's right just really trying to get ahead of the like hey no expectations we're just trying to make the map a little more symmetrical right we just like purple we just we just released some cool void stories and then a void cinematic and then dropped it for a year and then remade the map to be void. This does not mean anything. Yeah. Yo, have you seen the changes in mid lane, man? I don't know. It's I mean, I don't know. I'm I'm a mid laner, so that's like the only thing I think about is like you see how far those bushes are, man? Yeah, know, it's interesting. interesting. And the tri brush down the bottom whatever. Like, this is this is not a gameplay podcast. Uh, uh, uh 
but yeah. Um, if they don't do uh, a void event, which, you know, I wouldn't be upset if they didn't. They said they weren't. I, I won't hold them to it. Um, <laughs> I would be pleasantly surprised if they did. Uh, I do think, and this is also tied to the Legends of Runeterra conversation a lot. Like, you talked about it fleshing out the world. Like, when we do finally get that MMO, the majority of it is going to be Legends of Runeterra shit that mm. um they established through there i'm sure interesting um like obviously we've got like the big city states and things from from lore that's been established but that's like, gonna give us months of content i'm that so MMO. excited and we can also play it or happens. whatever right but like <laughs> we're definitely we have to play it because we have to learn what the lore is now i'm a little bummed that greg street left as head designer of the mmo and then went off to start his own mmo that's a bit of a bummer but yeah. here's hoping that they still release it. Well, maybe. Who knows, man? I don't. I don't want. I. God, I have no fucking idea. MMOs are such like a. They're such a beast to tackle, man. I can't imagine trying to get one made in this day and age, in this economy. <laughs> in this economy. <laughs> I don't know, man. I feel like it's it's weird. I'll be. I, th- I think it's gonna be a big make or break thing for Riot. Just kind of like broadly speaking. Right. I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, I feel like they have to. I know they won't, um, <laughs> because they wouldn't hold themselves to this type of timeline. They really got to have some sort of drop that coincides with Arcane the next season. That would be smart. That would be nuts. I, man, my sense of like timeline for that MMO is so long. I don't even like. I couldn't even conceptualize anything regarding it. Like, like let, a year like, from now? A year Absolutely from now? Hell not. no. Like, not even like an update. Not even mentioning it. I want one of those fake cinematics where like, you know, you know that none of it is in-game footage, but they pretend it is. That's what I want. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah. I'm fine with that. Even that I'm just would be thinking too about much. The, the timeline does seem wild because I played the pre-alpha for Paleo like a year before the beta opened. <laughs> like, it's like, I mean, so I have no idea. It's got to be the hardest the game type to to try and make that I can think that I could think of I could be wrong but like in terms of just raw complexity and the ability for things to fuck up and the amount of like people like it's video games are fucking hard man <laughs> <laughs> this is why we too, I was working on I was working on the card game in 2015 maybe even maybe even as early as 2014 sure I was working on yeah the bacon team man I'm that shit didn't come out until 2019 right no the, the 10 year anniversary they had to like completely redo it though yeah didn't they? Yeah. yeah which i mean which they've commit they've shown that they will do yeah the mmo sucks they'll redo it yeah i think that's like okay or, so or trash it to pull it back to like the lore thing i think that's what makes me feel like the most confident around um I guess somewhat the short story stuff, but like especially them kind of revamping canon is that like I have seen from Riot that if something is bad, they are willing to say this is bad. We're gonna fucking redo it, and it's gonna be painful, and it's gonna <laughs> take a lot of time. Um, and you have to bear with us, but eventually we'll get it good. Um, that's kind of how I feel about about them, and then uh, so I, I, I they have my trust. I know I shit on them a lot in this podcast, but <laughs> it's from a place of love. I ultimately love Riot. <laughs> <You know. laughs> <laughs> oh my god he said it oh, out loud yeah. <laughs> he it's, said the thing we, we don't want to say I'm, out loud I'm just in like with you boy of Natty Daddy. <laughs> I've never showed this before but the, talking about Legends of Runeterra just made me, me think about this this is going to be an exclusive for the video so if you're listening to the podcast right now you I'm can, wondering what you kept looking at over there can, I was uh, like, watch the video of this on you YouTube I don't even know what he's going to pull uh, out could you get me that card oh shit do you have like an old like so if you were part of the original team that was working on Bacon before it became Legends of Runeterra, um, you got your own unique uh, playing card made after you. Um, so this was my Bacon identity. Do you want to make sure you can... Here, let me, let me pull up the video real quick, make sure this is actually yeah. showing. It's my Bacon identity and my... My title is The Spy. It's kind of hard to read the uh, the text there. Yeah, what's the flavor text say? Or whatever uh, it is. Spy of many shirts. After you resolve this card, return it to your hand. Um, so basically, I was like, I was uh, on the bacon team kind of working on how they were going to be handling um, 
their their support because this was our first foray into having a second game so there were a lot of things that we had to kind of contextualize in terms of well we only had one support client before (laughs) now that we have a second game is it going to be the same support team handling tickets is it going to be a different support team do we need a separate faq do we need a separate support client in general um so i was kind of uh yeah i was i was the guy who kind of came in and and asked a, a lot of probably pretty annoying questions high value <laughs> questions right i feel like that's your job fucking everywhere you work John. you know it's really important honestly it's really important in all aspects of like self-improvement right like i say that like yeah man it's it's super important that's that is and he does it to me cool, and though. it is really annoying <laughs> <laughs> like i don't want to better myself just let me be a piece of shit john god <laughs> That's fucking cool, man. I only ever play tested it when it was really early. I never like I was never like working working on it. Um, that's fucking nuts, though. Yeah, it was. Uh... Well, I think that's it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm not trying to kick you off the call. <laughs> Let's get the fuck out of right? here. No, if we have any other thoughts, I'd love to hear them. Um, I'm optimistic for our future yeah. and the future of League of Legends and Aww. Riot Games. Yeah, I, I'm a, I'm a Riot fanboy. At the end of the day, I, I feel like we're just talking about Riot at broadly, but I want to make that clear because I feel bad because I we dump on them a lot, but it's from a place of love, <laughs> and you know, I, th- I feel like I saw a lot of negative reaction to the to this this direction mm. that they put forward, and I what I will say is that. Um, I can understand the sentiment. There's a lot, like, change is hard, and it's very, like, there's a lot of trepidation around the lore stuff because it feels a little underserved. Um, but I think Riot wants people to be really engaged with the world. I think we should trust them in that. And, um, and you know, like, uh, the writers and editors and their whole narrative team, they, they do try, you know, and, and, and it's it's not so simple as, like, just get a writer to, to, like, bang out a color story every now and then. It's like, you know, really value their craft, and, and I hope that they're able to tell stories that they want to tell and 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 and, you know the other thing i was going to say is that like i would be really curious to see like the amount of traffic that like briar's bio got compared to her cinematic because i i'm sure it doesn't compare right right you know so like there's no reason to write stories if no one's going to read them at the end of the day i kind of feel like we read them it's true i suppose but like I don't know. I don't want to get too deep into it, I suppose. I just, uh, I'm also optimistic and I just, I can only trust <laughs> them in, in, this, in this capacity, I suppose. I'm kind of excited because it means that they're thinking about it and they're thinking about the idea that the color stories haven't really been working and I don't think they have been, honestly. Mm-hmm. The ones that we've been reading aren't really doing anything for us. It's all the other lore that is more exciting and that gets us more engaged. So, the idea that they want to do some kind of change, I think, is a good thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they're like, hey, we want to prioritize this more again. And that's good. Um, it is a really, really, really hard game to write lore for. Um, the world is ever-changing. And, you know, how do you keep things canon after eight fucking years? You know, <laughs> it's just, you don't. So, For sure. Uh, for sure. Yeah, I don't know. I'm excited to see what they do. Yeah, but likewise. I do hope they do write more stories. Um even if it's just one or two a year, I would be thrilled. Mm-hmm. Give yeah. us one or two, you know, good uh, boys and Bombadilly. B- boys and Bombadilly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would be great. Definitely. Sweet. Well, that was Briar and the lore changes. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for listening, everybody. We have a Twitter. It's at Loreheads and a Twitch, twitch.tv slash Loreheads. John streams on Saturdays. He's just TFT and ARMs with viewers. I usually stream Mondays, but I can't because everything exploded. Um, so John might stream Mondays or another stream during the week. He'll probably play something else, though. Um, he's been enjoying backpack battles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And maybe I'll pick up my, my Baldur's Gate 3 stream again. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You're doing a, a goofy Baldur's Gate run on that, yeah? I was doing a no reset run. No reset all, run. Mm, I like all it. decisions final. Right. I like Except it. Except that one time you killed your whole party like three minutes in. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Right after I committed to that, I party wiped. <laughs> so we did have to do a one restart. I mean, yeah. No restarts because I feel like it. Yeah, yeah. I love it. 
Um, we also have a YouTube if you want to see John's baking card <laughs> or other video or clips or things like that. Reactions. We have that on there now. John d- uh, did some goofy songs back in the day. Those are really fun. Uh, yeah, check out our YouTube. And we have a Patreon. Thank you so much to all of our patrons. Mm, but a very special thank you to our Madarda tier patrons. Big Man Gnomes, Mr. Dead, King of Hearts, and John Has a Dig Bick. Uh, if you were all um, being hunted by Briar, I would figure out how to finagle her pillory to save you, too. That sounded really It's, it's kind of impressive how he's able to make it sound just like... It, just, it evokes a, a reaction. No <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's just yeah. something about your voice. I think that's why I thought you were talking about Patch 69 or something like that. Mm. Like, that's just... <laughs> <laughs> anyway, please be sure to join us next week. We are going as on, everybody, as we talk about the Dreadnought Urgot. I'd rather not. <laughs> I'm fucking cutting that. <laughs> I'll keep it in the video. Yeah. <laughs>